welcome to the Daring Designers Club. If you're listening, you are now a member. And listening along to the podcast, you're going to hear all about running a successful, sustainable design business, which doesn't just keep your bank balance happy, but also makes you a happy business owner. We're going to talk portfolios, design process, pricing, clients, admin, marketing, and everything that goes into running a design business, as well as mixing in some interviews with design experts who've done it all before. I can't wait to help you with any topic you need a boost with. And if you want to hear more from me, head to at GattoWeb on Instagram or GattoWeb.com where you can find more resources for designers in the form of workshops, blog posts, ebooks, and more. Let's get into today's episode. I'm just jumping straight into this one because I am really excited about this topic. If you are a regular listener of the podcast, you'll know that a couple of weeks ago I shared an episode about the three or three of the enemies of consistency in your design business. And today I'm sharing a little bit more about my main enemy of my own consistency and also I think my biggest general business enemy and the main thing that I struggle with in my business and have done probably for the the whole time I've been running my business as well. If we were a cartoon we would be Tom and Jerry or if we were in a book we would be Sherlock Holmes and Moriarty. This is the thing that really really creates struggles in my business and really gets in my way at most stages I would say. So without keeping you in suspense for too long, that thing is impatience. And being impatient has really, really, like I say, made parts of my business really difficult. And at every stage of my business, I've really had to learn how to deal with a feeling of impatience and work around it as well. And sometimes I think impatience is seen as a bit of a trait of like a spoiled princess type who isn't getting their own way and okay, yes, that might sometimes be relevant, but (laughs) this is what impatience has looked like to me in different seasons of my business. So things like feeling like I'm not reaching my goals quick enough, wanting to work on loads and loads of different projects at the same time because I just wanted everything finished not getting the results that I want on the first try and so either giving up or feeling really deflated, rushing work or plans to get things done quicker and sometimes losing quality, sometimes not even creating plans because you think you can just do things quicker without a plan in place or you know you try and rush through things without having that set structure. Um, Setting myself really tricky goals that I think will propel myself forward, but then feeling really let down when I don't reach those goals. And then finally, I think the trickiest bit is not stopping to celebrate my own wins and just trying to move on to the next thing. Now, I do think a lot of these things come from a really positive place, which is feeling ambitious and feeling excited about my business and, you know, really wanting to get to the next stage because of excitement and not necessarily out of, you know, I really want to reach this goal as quick as possible and show everyone that I can do this amazing thing. For me, it's more about having that vision in my head. And once that vision is there, really feeling like, okay, I really want this thing now, you know, (laughs) what can I do to get there? 
as quick as possible. At the time of recording this podcast, I've been running my business now full time for nearly eight years. So these things, you know, all of the things that I listed there, they don't all come at the same time, but they do crop up at different times and in different areas, you know, depending on what it is that I'm working on or what I've set my goals as for a certain year or a certain month, you know, whatever it is that is cropping up at the time. I do find this a really common area that I talk about with my mentoring clients as well, especially because I have such a big focus with the work that I do on, you know, creating big picture goals that help you see a bigger vision and help you believe that there is something out there for yourself that really fits with your lifestyle and really, um, you know, matches where you want to be in your life. And I think this is exactly what I went through as well. You know, once you have that, you think, okay, well, why am I doing this thing that I'm doing right now? You know, why am I balancing five projects at a time? And why am I bending to the will of all of my clients all of the time? Why am I living a life and running a business that doesn't feel completely aligned when I have this realistic and exciting and inspiring plan for my business that I can see, you know, it's within arm's reach. And for me, this is something that crops up with my mindset as well, especially related to time. You know, I have this real um, this real struggle with time being limited and not being able to fulfill all of the plans that I have. And actually what I've been slowly working on, particularly in the past couple of years since becoming a mum and literally having very limited time, is really trying, you know, trying to slow down and trying to simplify things to the point where I can still feel myself moving towards the goals that I have and I can still work at them bit by bit, but I don't have this like feeling of impatience and grasping for time and I don't feel like I have to get places as quickly as possible. And it really has been a a bit of a, a journey for me to work on because like I said, you know, I have this habit of just trying to get things done as quickly as possible and jumping between different areas and jumping between different tasks. And um, especially in creating the Daring Designers Club, you know, this was such a big, a big thing that I dreamed up. And I had so many ideas for what I could create and what I could share that actually all those ideas and all of these things that I wanted to do became so overwhelming that when I was trying to work on them all and get things created as quickly as possible, it ended up with me just not being able to do anything. (laughs) And um, I think that's really common. You know, you strive so much for the next goal and the next big thing that it almost forces you into inaction because it is so overwhelming and it is so um, daunting to get to that next step. So like I said, this is something that I've been working on and I'm slowly getting to a place where I can slow down a little bit more and celebrate things the way they are. This is something that I have grown to be able to do at every step in my business and I'm getting better and better at every stage and, you know, fingers crossed in a few years, I'll just be celebrating everything and not stressing myself out about (laughs) moving to the next stage. Um, So here are a few tips that I have built into my business, built into my mindset to try and like tame the impatience and turn it more into motivation and excitement. Instead of feeling that frustration about things not going quick enough, I've managed to turn that into 
okay, well, you know, what can I do next? And what's the exciting thing that's going to get me there? And what's this, what are the steps that I can take that I can celebrate along the way to see myself getting closer to that goal without overwhelming myself and without making it a huge task that I really have to struggle with and, you know, beat myself up for almost. Before I jump in to these tips, I just want to share that the waitlist for my group mentoring program, The Clubhouse, is currently open. I'm also sharing some really exciting behind the scenes, the sort of video diary series with the people who are on the waitlist so you can see how I've planned out The Clubhouse, how I've reimagined it, how I've designed the program and actually designed the designy bits as well, like the sales pages and the website how I have created a learning experience and working through the launch as well and just what it takes to create this this type of program. So if that's something that you're interested in, I'll add a link to sign up for the waitlist in the show notes of this podcast. I'll also be sharing a few bits of, um, you know, like free resources and workshops with that side of my email list soon. So it's a really fun place to be just to get some bits like some extra workshops and um, workbooks that I tend to release every now and then. And you'll get all of the inside information to when the clubhouse is relaunching, a little masterclass that I'll be running to celebrate and all the information if you do want to join me in the clubhouse as well. Okay, so the first thing that I want to make a point of in terms of impatience is having your goals is enough. You don't necessarily need a timeline. I do think this is really relevant to the type of business that I run specifically. And I know that a lot of the people who follow along with the podcast and follow along with the Daring Designers Club in general run as well, which is focusing on being a sole trader or a sole entrepreneur or um, a company of one, you know, that kind of business model where you are the designer, you are the CEO, you wear most of the hats and juggle most of the jobs. That tends to be the kind of business that I focus on with my mentoring clients and it's the type of business that I like to run as well. And when you are running that type of business, there isn't any rush on reaching the goals. There isn't any rush on getting to a certain place. It really is about creating a level of you know, consistency and sustainability. For me, I want my business to be my job for the rest of my life. You know, I don't necessarily want it to be this huge, huge um, agency or, you know, this empire. My goal for my business, and I know this is so relevant for a lot of people as well, is to just be my dream job for as long as I need it to be. And for me, that means that the goals are the important things. So, the basis that I set my business on, my big picture vision, the way that I see my business working alongside my life in the next five years, 10 years, even 20 years, that's the thing that I want to get to. I don't necessarily need that thing to happen right now. And I know that with the right planning methods, so using this big picture vision that I really love to use as like my planning my planning method, I have the big picture blueprint that I share with all of my mentoring clients. Using that method, I know is something that's going to help me get to that place a little step at a time, you know, baby steps, every baby step counts. And eventually you'll be strolling towards that vision that you've set for yourself. But it doesn't have to happen immediately. I don't need to be working in the way that I've set as my big picture vision. I don't need to be carving out the business that I've set up. 
um, for myself in the next few years right now. And so being impatient there isn't going to help me get to that place. It's not about the timeline. It's about the goal itself. And I do know it can feel a bit frustrating sometimes. You know, you can feel like it is something you can feel impatient about, you know, having this vision and not entirely knowing when you'll be there as well. Like that uncertainty, I think, isn't very helpful (laughs) sometimes when you're in that mindset. But I guess the point is that you can get to that point. A really good example is a few years ago, I decided I didn't want to work a standard like five day, nine to five week. And what my vision was, was to work a two to three day work week and, you know, to have a little bit more spaciousness and flexibility. I knew that wasn't going to happen straight away. But what I knew is that it could happen if I had the plan in place and I had the vision and I could work on it step by step. And there were times in between me going from the five day work week to my current work week, which is two to three days, what the thing that I planned. There were times when I thought, oh, this is, you know, this is taking too long and I just want to get to a place where I'm not working every single day. What I could have easily done is just, you know, torn everything down and and tried to create quicker plans that actually might have got me there quicker, but it might have got me there in a less intentional and less meaningful way, which meant that I was working on services that I didn't want to do or working with clients that weren't completely aligned. And now what I've done is got to the goal that I wanted to reach while still having a business that I love and being able to work on projects and with clients that I love as well. So it, with the right planning methods and without focusing too much on the timelines, you can get to those goals. It's just a case of having the vision for them. The next point is every business runs in seasons. And yes, sometimes there is a need for growth and maybe a little bit of impatience or let's say urgency. And sometimes impatience or urgency breeds action, which is a good thing. You know, you almost need a little bit of fire in your belly. You need a little bit of motivation to get yourself to the next goal. But we don't need to be running towards every win. You know, every time we reach a goal that we have set in place, you don't have to then run to the next one. It's okay to have a season of a steady, having a steady business and things coasting a little bit more and your business moving a little bit slower. Again, just going back to the last point, like I want my business to be my job for as long as possible, for as long as I want to work. So I can't be in this season of growth and, and you know, running towards the next goal and having a big aim at every single stage of my business because I would just burn out. That would be exhausting. And so it feels like, okay, but yeah, when I get to my goal, then I'll just stay there for a long time. And that's all well and good. But once you get yourself in the mindset of growth and momentum and propelling yourself forward, it is quite hard to get out of that. And it is really easy to get to the place that you wanted to be and then want to move on from that really quickly. And that's not necessarily what we want. You know, you want to be moving in the seasons of your business. You want to be making the most of where your business is at any point and also where your energy is you know you can't as a human being 
be in this um, zone of scaling or growth all the time, it doesn't make sense. It's not a way that's going to look after you as a person as well. And then just kind of expanding on both of these points together, there's absolutely no rush. Again, like your business is, if you think of it as like a marathon and not a sprint, in being impatient and in trying to force the next thing and trying to run towards the next goal, what I found is I could have been sacrificing my own really solid and really sustainable foundations of my business, which can affect the sustainability of my business in general. I think something we maybe don't focus on enough is that sustainability element. We think a lot about growth, we think a lot about goals and moving to the next step and actually having those really steady and consistent foundations is the thing that's going to help me have my business and have my dream job for as long as physically possible. Like I said, until I decide I don't want this as my job anymore, you know, I want to retire, who knows when that will be. I want the job to be there, I want my business to be there supporting me. And I don't want it to crumble because I've been trying to move forward and take shortcuts and get to the next step too quickly. I know that with my big picture vision and I know that with having that in place, even though the impatience feels (laughs) like it's there, you know, even though I feel sometimes like I want to push forward a little bit quicker, I will never do anything that sacrifices the sustainability element of my business because that doesn't make sense you know I could move to let's say a higher income goal or I can be looking to scale my business in a certain way in the next year and in doing that you know if I burn myself out or if I get to a place where that doesn't feel sustainable for me as a human that could then mean that my business only has a lifespan of another few years instead of another I'm trying to like guess how long I'll be working for, 20 years, I don't know. (laughs) But I don't want that sustainability to be lost at all. And in fighting for that sustainability and in fighting against the impatience, I've really found the best methods to build a sustainable design business that can be my dream job for as long as I want it to be. And for that, I'm really grateful. Like for that, I'm really grateful for... First of all, I guess the impatience for giving me the motivation, but also in my mindset being solid and my vision of what I want my business to be being really solid to fight against that side of impatience as well. I hope that makes sense. I don't know if that made any sense, (laughs) that last bit. I know that it's really easy. So I guess the point I'm making there is we have these things that that we struggle with. For some of us, it's money mindset. For some of us, it's comparison. Um, For some of us, it's self-belief. You know, there's always these worries that we have in the back of our minds. And yes, they are annoying. And yes, they're frustrating. But sometimes it's the things that we struggle with that actually help us get to where we want to be. Because for example, with self-belief, you have to fight against it. You have to build your own self-belief by fighting against the thing you struggle with. And although it holds us back, our difficulties are what make us as well. And so on the other side of struggling with your self-belief, there is an element of you then learning more and putting so much into your own growth as a designer. I think this is a little side note, 
But for everything we struggle with, it also becomes one of our biggest assets as well. And that's something that is really important to keep in mind as you work through your business and especially as it starts tripping you up and being something that you struggle with. My final point is just about the celebrating element of impatience because again I see this so often that you get to a place you want to be or you reach a milestone or you reach a a win or a goal that you've set for yourself and you then don't celebrate because you just want to move on to the next thing but without celebrating what's the point? Like what is the point in us creating this business and creating a job that we love and building something that is so intentional and so creative and you know exactly what we wanted to be? You know like I said before we, we've created our own dream job and that in itself is something to celebrate but without celebrating along the way we may as well just be in a job that is much easier because let's let's face it it's not easy to run a business it's not easy to motivate yourself and to set your own goal and to build your own vision and to work with people completely off your own back this is something that we have done from scratch and it feels like sometimes people with a nine-to-five job or with a a more traditional job get to celebrate more based on the the wins of other people, you know, based on them being promoted or being told they're doing a good job. And it just feels like as people who are creating a life and creating a job for ourselves, we should really take that opportunity to celebrate as much as possible. I just think this is an amazing thing that we're doing. And like I said, without celebrating it, what's the point? You know, there's no point in just fighting for more all the time and craving different things. It's such a an incredible thing to stop where you are and realize that actually the place I am is great and I've done really, really well to get here. And the more that you can do that, the more that you can actually motivate yourself to get to the places that you want to get to because you're doing it based on the love of your business and the love of what you do instead of beating yourself up and telling yourself that you should be in a certain place that you're not at the moment. And then just a final note on impatience. I have been mentoring designers now for I think about four years, maybe nearly four years and in that time obviously people invest in the things that I offer in my one-to-one programs, in my group programs, in my courses, whatever that is and I think in taking that step in investing in yourself that's almost an act of impatience. Like I said before, you know, the impatience breeds action which is great But then it's really a case of using those opportunities and taking that impatience, taking that action and using it to be really, really intentional with your business. And that is one thing that I really love to carve out with my my clients is, you know, what what's the intentional action that we can use here based on figuring out where you want to be? Like, what are the steps that we can take to get to your business? So I'd love for you to think about that right now. You know, if you feel like you're in a season of impatience, or if you feel like impatience is plaguing your business in the same way that it has done with mine, then think about how can I use this? You know, first of all, can I set my big picture vision? What is it that feels doable for me right now? How can I use this level of impatience or urgency or excitement and use it to propel me to a place that gets me closer to my big picture vision instead of 
a quick win or move into a place that doesn't allow for the sustainability of my business? How can I get to the next step while still keeping those foundations really solid? And like I said, it's not always a bad thing. The impatience helps you feel motivated. It helps you feel like you can move your business forward. But sometimes it's just about really keeping that intention and really keeping those foundations in mind as well. So I hope you have enjoyed this episode. I feel like I did a little bit of rambling here and there. <laughs> this is one that I I sometimes share things and think I'm sharing this as like my, the thing that I struggle with, but it could be that no one else has the same feelings. So <laughs> if you do have these feelings, if you struggle with feeling impatient or struggling to celebrate your own wins, I would really love to chat about that. You know, feel free to jump into my DMs at the Daring Designs Club on Instagram. I really love having general chats about business, but especially um, about each podcast episode. I have such lovely conversations with those of you that get in touch. So thank you for doing that. It is um, very, much appreciated. As I mentioned before, I will leave that link to sign up for the waitlist for the clubhouse in the show notes. I have a few episodes coming out that are sharing a little bit more of the behind the scenes and like what the clubhouse is. So look out for those as well. And I will speak to you again next week. Bye.